Hello and welcome to Gone Off on a Tangent. England 1, Croatia 0. Yes, yeah, so football's coming home. Uh, slight substitution today. Dan and Carl are obviously at the game. We're going to check in with those guys in a minute. I'm joined by Michael Wright. Welcome, Michael. Thank you very much. We're coming to you pre-recorded from the Active Arena, which was very busy today. So I'm sure Danny was happy. Um, and we'll be there again for the England-Scotland game with a full contingent. So we'll bring you a post-match of every single game of the tournament, hopefully, uh, barring anything that goes wrong. Uh, and yeah, let's crack on with the show. And here are the boys, oh, live the from Wembley. Here, here they, they are. are, lads. What a result, eh? Great result, great result. First things first, boys, how was Wembley? You know what? I was actually uh, really impressed with it. They were, it weren't too COVID anal. Um, all that were pretty decent. The atmosphere was good. Uh, really enjoyed it, yeah, class. Get a little bit of sound back on the telly. It sounded a bit flat in parts, but I can imagine for the start and certainly the end of the game, it'd have been absolutely bumping, wouldn't it? Do you know what? Like they, the stewards were good. Like people grouped together, the atmosphere was good. Like they allowed little groups to congregate, which made the the atmosphere absolutely bang on. Um, the first 20, 30 minutes, it was absolutely class. Obviously, there was a bit of a flat spot just before half time. We didn't play too well, but really impressed with the the performance overall. To be fair, I thought. We were clinical. We didn't really give much away. I don't think Pickford really had a lot to do. £10 Pickford, as he's known around these parts now. <laughs> to be fair, Stocksy lad, I owe, you, I owe you money. You owe me money, it's charity. You're going to give it to Jordan oh, well, Pickford and sort that barnet money. out. Yeah, you were right. I'm just well, happy, Stubbs, because it's the first prediction I've ever got right about football. <laughs> who, who are we paying it to? I'm going to go with mine. Are you happy with yeah, mine? Yeah, great choice. Yeah, choice. £10 coming your way, mind. Fantastic. With everything that's gone on and it's a charity quite close to my heart, so I think it's a fitting one. Yeah, wonderful. No problem at all on that, Stubbsy. What are your boys' views from the, uh, from the studio? We haven't got stuck think, in can yet. I, can, I just, uh, can I just say one thing? Yeah. Back to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Over. Yeah, it's all right, this Honestly, remote recording. My, my, presenter, my presenter scalps, now I've said I've gone, and the nominees are, and back to the studio in the latest two podcasts, I'm basically a presenter. Ticked off on the CV that now. You do a better job than fucking yeah. Jermaine Genus. Two big accounts. ticks there, aren't they? He was all right with Jermaine Genus. He, he did a solid job, to be fair. He did absolutely fine. The coverage was really yeah, good, actually. No problems with the coverage. All you've got to do as a co-pundit, though, is just point the obvious out, isn't it? Yeah. Someone lumps a ball forward. It's good for good long ball forward, that. It's long, and it's forward. That's all they do. Yeah. So the scenes look pretty wild, boys, when the goal went in. Mate, it was class. Oh. I was actually, um, I was actually uh, sending a message through to... Uh, a re we've got a removal job on today, so I'll send them to make sure they don't send the uh, the wrong sofa to go to the tip to be set fire This is, to. This is Clavering, by the way. I was going to say, who's doing the removal job, boys? Who's doing the removal job, Dan? It's fucking brilliant. Dan, who's doing the removal job? Clavering. Oh, there yeah. we are. Sponsor of the podcast. The, uh, yeah, beautiful. Sponsor, yeah. Says me and Mike doing an advert. Ideal, actually. Doing a great job in the so when baking heat, 25 degrees. So when you see all these Muppets sat in the stands on the mobile phones, you're thinking, what are they doing? First live game of football all this time. You're actually doing a bit of work, Dan. 
No, I don't. I don't know if you noticed, mate. But when you're talking into a voice note, you can actually watch the game at the same time. It's pretty. He like, was one of them guys. He was 100. Yeah, percent Yeah, come guys. on, Dan. He was, yeah, come uh, on, mate. You're one of those. Just have a look at your Instagram, mate. Just see uh, see how that goes. That was just before the game, mate. I have had no live it action on my Instagram. He no liked a tweet action. of mine 30 minutes into the game. Waste of a ticket, you did corporate you see, horse. Did you see Lincoln score at Wembley last time, uh, last time we were there? No, I didn't, to be fair. I was having a piss. It's hard to concentrate <laughs> on the game, boys, when you munch on a prawn sandwich, isn't it? To be, to be fair, mate, mate we, this is what happens when uh, the big dogs provide the tickets. Because we got tickets to a brewery, but actually we were... Well, we're, I would sort you out. I would sort you out tickets, Carl. But you've spent all these podcasts telling me that you don't like football. You don't watch it anymore, so <laughs> it'd have been wasted tickets. Uh, Heineken's my new favourite band, mate. So oh, is it? Yourself. Okay. And football's your new favourite sport. <laughs> so we'll be absolutely rammed on the next one when we're uh, all together at the Active Arena, watching the England Mike, beat Scotland. Mike, just sure whilst will. you're in the hot seat, yep. look after it. This is our baby. You're just a guest. I was uh, I was brought in by the fans actually. They were fed up of listening to your dulcet tones. I wanted a bit of personality on the pod. Honestly, I tell you what, Kleenex will be our next sponsor after he was wanking over Phillips. Honestly, I'm never watching an England game with two Leeds fans again. It was terrible. I thought I'd got away with it, and then we ended up sat with a fucking Leeds fan. Yes, we're everywhere, mate. Oh, oh, oh! Another pass, another pass from Phillips there. Another pass. Did you see that? He's fucking gone backwards again. Genuinely, genuinely. Every time Phillips got on the ball, he's like, "Go on, Phillips!" And then it was just like every time another England player touched the ball, it was just like, "Yeah, go on, lads." (laughs) Now it's doing me this. I'm saying nothing. I'm saying nothing. It's not to do with me. His performance speaks for itself. Didn't mean to say anything. He had a great game. He had a great game. You can be very proud of. uh, Same number of assists as Zinedine Zidane, mate, in Euros. What are our thoughts on uh, old big Gaza Southgate starting lineup? Trippier at left back was an interesting one, wasn't it? Yeah, to be fair, we'll go on to this when we when we break down the game in a minute. Uh, we'll get, let you boys get on the tube. But he, um, I wasn't happy with it's the like team's cheat, but he nailed it. To be fair, you can't complain when, when you go say, win a game. Can't say much with no, a win, can not you? at all. Everyone played really, really well. There was no issues anywhere across the pitch. It's got to be said. His subs were absolutely fine. I'm yeah, no problem. I'm a massive fan of Walker at right back. I'd rather have. Uh, not after his uh, passing masterclass today. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Stewart got one in the neck, didn't he? <laughs> Fuck me, honestly. It was terrible. <laughs> We've got blokes walking down the street here just saying, uh, mate, is it, is, it, is it coming home? <laughs> interview somebody. Go on, grab somebody off the street, DT. Get them interview. Get them on the podcast. I'll, I'll interview someone. Go here on, Stubbsy. So, what are your thoughts on today's game? Good, good first 10, 15 minutes from with a tapping goal. <laughs> the first 20 minutes were entertaining. The, the rest of it was a bit boring. So overall, so Jack Grealish. happy with Gareth Gar- Gar- Southgate's decisions? Grealish, yeah, been, Grealish been interviewed there. He's not happy he didn't get no, on. No waistcoat was the overriding one from uh, today's podcast. Have you managed to get Jack Grealish interviewed? Uh, no, we can get Jack Grealish on next, I think. What are you saying for today's performance, mate? I'm relish here. Relish. I like I like relish. Relish? I'm really I like relish. Loves a salad. Careful on that cement, son, don't fall over. What what's your name? You can be live on the podcast. James. That was James, that. Live Someone from London. Down. James who likes relish. <laughs> James Grealish, I think he said his name was. Mate, it was it was far too many lagers. Well, that was. 
Should we let right, you boys get off? Final word, boys. Final word. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's fucking coming home, son. Get your masks on. Get in the pub, boys. Cheers, boys. Cheers, guys. He was shot, wasn't he, Jack? That Jack. Yes. Oh, reddish. reddish. Yeah, he'll look, reddish. he'll look coming on again. Bloody hell. <laughs> so first things first, let's dive into the pre-match team sheet. So thoughts on it? Obviously trying to backtrack a bit, a bit of time travelling, but what's your thoughts when you saw the team sheet? Uh, question marks all over, really. There's, uh, we've, we've all spent probably the last week debating who's going to be in the starting lineup. I think this is probably one of the most difficult starting selections that anyone can remember. Normally, you go back to previous tournaments and you look at the 11 and it sort of picks itself really, doesn't it, this one? And we've got bags of options going forward. So, you know, there's Mount, Grealish, Foden, all playing similar sort of positions. So it's who's going to get the nod there, but I don't think anyone was picking Trippier at well, left-back, were they? No, let's go through it. So I think, I mean, I predicted months ago that Pickford would start. I think it, I think Southgate's famous for sticking what he knows. And I, I don't think the other keepers have done enough to, to push him out. So that made sense. The back four, I think I was amazed to see Walker there. I, I'm, honestly, when you've got such talent there at right back. I could have understood it if we were three at the back because he does like Walker at three at the back with a bit of pace on the right-hand side. But you've got better right backs in him. As an out-and-out right back, how has Reese James not got a game? Got a Champions League winner there. <laughs> Champions <laughs> League winner, absolutely. <laughs> if Trent Alexander-Arnold hasn't made the Euros... He was always going to be first choice. Surely he had to be first choice. Yeah, uh, that, that, a bit suspect that. And then across the rest of the back four, I think and Stones was fine. No problem. I think Stones was always going to start. Yeah, got no problem with that at all. And then um, I, I'm personally not having Mings. Tyro Minging. I mean, we'll we'll go on to the to the game in a minute. And I, I actually think he played well. There was no problem. They didn't do anything wrong really. Um, but I just obviously talking about the team selection. Odd to see him there, but it is what it is. And then I think you alluded to it earlier. Trippier How left is- back was a head scratcher. I don't, think, I don't think anyone is picking that. You could you could ask the entire country to pick their starting eleven, and no one is putting him first game of the Euros. No one is putting him left back. He's got just under four hundred, uh, just under five hundred career appearances, four of which have been at left back. Oh, so he's got previous then. Yeah, oh, good choice, good choice, Sarah. <laughs> uh, well done, Gareth. Uh, yeah, it's it, crazy. I mean, when you've got such talent, and obviously you look at the bench, and Chilwell's not even there, so. Chilwell hasn't even made the bench. It's just yeah, carnage, really. That's got to be sure. That's got to be down to injury or something. He's not I'm right. Not sure. because, again, There's no injury report. Another, another Champions League winner. You've got two it's Champions God, League winners recently who haven't made the starting 11. One of them's not even made the squad. I think um, no issues with the midfield. I think we're all happy with that. I think the general feel on the internet was the same as well. I mean, Twitter's not the best barometer, but there was no real issues with that. Hurricane was always going to start. I think we've got so, such, so much attacking talent. I mean, he's, again... It's what Southgate does. He's he's gone with what he, he knows, and what he knows is Sterling. He's not the best of seasons, but he's gone with what he yeah, knows. What he trusts. Th- Mount's the same. He trusts him. Yeah, and ev- everyone he's calling for the likes of Grealish. Just I mean, he, he he was superb in the two friendlies leading up to it, and I thought he would have started uh, over over Mount. But like you say, he does trust Mount and. If you play Mount, Foden and Grealish, you've got three very, very similar players there. So it was obvious that he was either going to pick Sterling or Rashford just for a bit of pace with Kane up there. You need someone in behind. You need a different option, don't you? Yeah, I think the, the, the biggest word for me is trust. And that, that's big for Southgate. Delivers, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he does deliver. He's, he's had, a, he's had prob- well, I won't say a bad season with City, but he's he's not had one of his best seasons with City. Standards. But um, he does deliver for England. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, completely. So yeah, and then Sus bench was what it was. So let's, let's dive into the game. So first, what? 10-15. Oh, superb. Yeah. I was giddy. It was coming yeah, home. Yeah, I was I giddy. That, the chance from Foden where he's cut inside, that the Sterling broke through. There's 
we looked good. We looked really good. We looked at a really good pace. Croatia looked a little bit, they were deep. Modric was so far up as well, trying to, trying to make things happen, trying to press us and trying to get on the ball and was solid. And then it sort of, what, petered out a little bit and it lost did, control? It, it looked like sort of like the, the nerves had all set and all the, all the excitement, all the adrenaline of a first game had worn off slightly. We, we were all pumped up, hit him at a good pace and then sort of 15 minutes, right, we've died in now. Let's settle, let's find our feet. And for the rest of the half, it just looked like two sides that didn't particularly want to give anything away. I think it's well sort of thought of that that, would, that was going to be England's hardest game. We don't know yet, but that's kind of the, the feeling. I think you're right. I think the first half was must not lose, which was, was I said, apart from the first 15, and Calvin had that shot as well, that, that volley out the sky, which looked really good. And there was a couple of others. And they didn't really do much, though, if it's truth be told. No, I mean, some... you, you look at the... the you look at the squad that we've picked and I would say our biggest our biggest suspect area is going to be defence. But today, against our strongest opponents in the group, didn't, didn't look troubled. Didn't look troubled really no. at all. No, we touched on it with the team selection. Uh, Tyro Mings didn't, didn't put a foot wrong. He was heading it, he was battering it away, a few nice balls down the line and no issues at all. And Maybe he knew when he picked that back four that they didn't really have a lot in, in certain areas. I mean, we kind of feel that Trippier is there to cover for Mings a little bit. He's very defensively minded, is Trippier, more than if you were to play Chilwell, he's going to go bombing down the left. And or... experience in tournament football yeah. as well. So just regardless whether you're right so, or left back, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you, just, just... You've got a defensive head on your shoulder, good leader, good talker across the back line. And maybe that's what he needed. He needed Walker from the right hand side, who's quite vocal, and Trippier on the left hand side, quite vocal. It? Yeah, against... it was just noticeable with Trippier that he would come on to his right, obviously, because he's right footing. He just we missed that little little clip down the line that you've got. It's a long tournament, isn't it? There's, there's plenty of football still to play. So it's, it's options. It's horses for courses, I think, really. Different ball game against an experienced, yeah. good, good out-and-out winger, though, when you've got someone running at you all the time. Yeah, for sure. You probably are going to have to go against the left footing. I mean, I'm like every football back. fan. I spent the plenty, what with you sat there for about an hour and a half, and then we had some friends come around, and my dad came around. It was don't like the team sheet. Don't like it. It's like every, it's, hindsight's a wonderful thing. And... They've got the result. It's 1-0. They've got the result. Off to an absolute flyer. They've looked really good. Man of the match, Calvin Phillips. Oh, That's uh, 17 minutes into the podcast and I finally mentioned it. Note to all <laughs> listeners out there, do not watch an England game with Leeds fans, honestly. The new We're sponsor just proud, of the podcast is going to be Kleenex because the amount of tissues coming out of Adam Stock's ear. Every just time proud. Phillips got the ball. Oh, oh, do you see that? Do you see that? Oh. Critics, critics have uh, been proved wrong there again, haven't they? Not bad for a player who can only pass backwards. He's <laughs> just been hammered, and it, all Leeds fans are very he protective. Hasn't he has been hammered. hammered. He has Every been hammered. player he has. gets critics. Sterling's been battered this season. We True. battered him in the starting lineup. We battered Trippier in the starting. Every fan, yeah. gets, but he's just a bit more personal with Leeds fans. Well, just, we just we just got a little chip Everyone on the shoulder. Hates, so he's just a little bit just more got a chip on the shoulder, mate. But he got the assist. He got the obviously wonderful finish from, from Sterling. Sort of. So I <laughs> think got it through in the Do end. Do you know what? I mean, as a, uh, as a, as a Manchester United fan, I, I, I've naturally not seen an awful lot of, uh, of, of Leeds because I fucking hate them. But um, Calvin Phillips, I thought today, I, I, I genuinely thought he was superb. I thought he was brilliant. And head and shoulders above anyone on the park. And for someone who's played, what, three or four internationals... So just internationals themselves, let alone never played a major tournament before, I thought he was quality. He looked so experienced, so comfortable on the ball. You could see off the ball he was talking as well. He was he had a bit of leadership about him. And I'd be delighted, as a, well, I'm a delight as an England fan, that you've got him and Rice as your... Probably next 10 years they could be playing. That's there, not Calvin's natural position. 
either. He's been asked to play. He used to be. He used to be quite more box-to-box before Bielsa got there. So to see him flourish in not his natural position was just, just brilliant. And How old is he? He is 26. Oh, so yeah. So he's yeah, still a young player in his prime. Oh, yeah. there, isn't he? A big, big super fan. You're on first name terms and you keep calling him Calvin, yeah, not it. Phillips. Twenty-five. Oh, no, twenty-five. Is he? Twenty-six. Yeah, he's twenty-five, Mike. <laughs> twenty-five. You have to call him Phillips now. You, you, you post lost, Google. You've lost the right to call him Calvin now. I lost the right to call him Calvin. So I jumped ahead a bit, a little bit there. So obviously kicked off the second half, and uh, I think it's fair to say it was a bit flat again. Sort of carried on the way it started. We were sort of poking and prodding and, and keeping the ball well and just trying to push through. I think. It was it was a very cagey game actually. A typical opening. I mean, there was a, the stat they kept saying on BBC that we've never won a an opening game of a tournament, and it kind of had that feeling of how it always feels. A few nerves, obviously a bit different because it's at Wembley, first time since '96 that it has been at Wembley in a, in a tournament. There was quite a lot of nerves and thing, but I th- I thought that it's a very very confident young squad in it. So it was only going to oh, take time yeah. before. I mean, Kane was a bit isolated. I thought as well. He was. They were, they were knocking it long a bit to him. And, it, it, and we're all sat there as fans. And this is the difference between a, a you know, fan, isn't it? And, and someone who actually knows what they're doing. We're all sat there at half time. He needs to make changes. He needs to make changes. Five, ten minutes in. He needs to make changes. We're trying to force it. And Southgate's just letting yeah, it play out. It's do. obviously their game plan, isn't yeah. it? To sit back. We were the better team. Didn't look in trouble at all. He knew we are, we have better quality than them to, to break them down. And he was just waiting for that opening. And it come on... Was it 57, 58 I mean, minutes? they're very tired of Croatia, but they didn't really do a lot, did they? they are, I know it's quite a young squad, I think, part of the Modric, who's 48, whatever he is now, uh, still looks about 20. But it, and Gail Platt. Yeah, and Gail Platt. Still yeah. looks like Gail Platt. Fresh off the street. But they didn't do much. They, they poked and prodded. They're very tidy. They're a very tidy side, but if, if that's the best we're going to get in the first stage, happy days... Played into our hands, really, don't I we? Think so, like yeah. a, lot of, a lot of ball possession. We set up very, very well. Well, when we scored and said, right, come on, then, lads. On you come. We've got the goal now. On you come. And they didn't really do a lot, did they? They didn't no. really even look much like it. There was, a, there was one, I think, one half volley that dropped to somebody that he'd smashed wide. And that's all I can remember, really, in terms of them, them poking and prodding. But no, I think, I think 1 to 11, there was a few passes that went astray from Walker. Um, I think I said earlier that, that, yeah, that I can't really quite... The problem is, it's, it's difficult. when you've won, it's very difficult to, to, to squeeze them that much because other than them passes, he looked very difficult, defensively very good, did Walker. He sort of showed while he was, while he was there, sort of very solid, was watching his run as well, was, was getting involved where he needed to. Yeah, you just feel that if you, if you play Reese James, there's more to come and that's kind of the... But then, but then I suppose, don't get ahead of yourself. There's a, the rest of the tournament still to go and, uh, and just... You look at I say we, you look at the strength in depth of the squad. It is probably one of the best squads that I can remember. Anyway, normally when you go into tournaments, you've got your starting eleven and that is it, and then you've got maybe one or two that come off. But they're obvious changes. Whereas now you look at the bench, we've got Sancho didn't even make the squad. Yeah, it's incredible. You've got him. Yeah, you've got Chilwell. Rashford coming off. You've got Chilwell. You've got Shaw as attacking left back options. You've got going Grealish forward. In there. It's, it's, we've got a lot. Haven't so we? we look superb. Going yeah, we've forward, got so yeah. much talent. I mean, Grealish didn't get a didn't get on either. And, and, and we know how good he is. So it's, yeah, there's a lot to be excited about, I think. Not, not get too carried away. It's coming home, but... It's not, like a, not like an English fan to get carried away, <laughs> sort it? of in the loo, just, just to be sure. Uh, so to summarise, effectively, it's a 1-0 win for England. It's a really solid start. Top of the group, obviously. We'll watch the Scottish tomorrow, see what they bring to the table. But um, final summary of the game, Mike? Thoughts? As good as it can get, really. I yeah, think strong, so. I, I strong think, start. I think, I think we look very, very solid. Um, didn't look in any danger. You know... It's we look we look at a good comfortable performance. Um, there's there's no real issues there. I don't think anyone looked out of place. You, you go into the next one, you don't think anyone probably deserves to be dropped. Um, 
it's going to be interesting to see who, who Southgate does pick with Scotland because I'd love to go out there and fucking smash him. Yeah, let's smash him. Let's fucking Absolutely do it. Absolutely smash. You're not, you're not <laughs> happy with him. the 1-0 against him. Right? You yeah. want to go out there, you yeah. want to see Southgate put seven attacking players on and just absolutely twat him. Proclaim as you boys take one hell of a beating. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> fucking have him. So yeah, so uh, strong start um, to the tournament. And and yeah, we'll see you after the uh, the, the Scotland game. You have been listening to Gone Off on a Tangent, this England versus Croatia special. I've been Adam Stocks. He's been Michael Wright. Thank you. And we are sponsored, as always, by Claverings Removals and Clearance. We're also sponsored by Active Arena. Uh, check them out at activearena.co.uk. And also, bigboots.co.uk. So if you go to bigboots.co.uk, you can get £5 off with the code GOAT5. Uh, just put it in the checkout and you'll get £5 off. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.